dude, if I'm if I'm Buffalo Wild Wings, I am doubling down. Yeah. Like there's going to be campaigns around this. There's going to oh, yeah. be t-shirts around this. You know, at least we have the nuggets to serve chicken. Yeah. day night after night blinded by the neon lights hurry here hustle in there no one's got the time to spare as we kick off episode number 142 of the promo upfront podcast with little stevie ray vaughn i'm one of your hosts bill petrie with me as always let's call him the earl of embellishment and embroidery the one and only kirby hossaman from kashocton ohio <laughs> kirby how the ohio are you today I'm doing well, doing well. It's uh, the, the year's kicked off well. Uh, things are going uh, going well at, at the office. Uh, as I mentioned uh, before we started recording, I had my grandson stay the night last night, which was amazing. That's always really cool to spend time. But let's just say sleep was less last night. So I'm a little bit groggy yep. or at least more groggy than normal. But other than that, man, I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing good um, this weekend, getting ready to go see my kids. So I haven't seen nice. them in a while. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. Um, it's just been a little little too long. So looking forward to a little road trip. One of the trappings of working from home I'm enjoying today. Well, I have a uh, pork butt smoking right now as we're recording this for dinner tonight. Nice. So uh, not, not too bad of a day. But, you know, I was sitting there thinking about uh, things that are custom. You know, things get me mm-hmm. thinking a lot. And, you know, Kirby, I know you look for absolutely completely kick-ass branded merchandise for your clients and you know what i'm talking about the type of merchandise that elicits that wow and that aha we get from clients you look for that don't you kirby of course if it's not if it's not remarkable nobody remarks about it exactly kirby look no further than our friends over at seven sourcing because they're experts in the field they work with distributors to help them source custom orders direct from fully vetted overseas factories and that's without having to deal with those factories themselves Hmm. seven sourcing has a really strong pedigree uh, when it comes to navigating direct custom merch sourcing as their team has over a quarter century of successful importing experience. And even better, Kirby, they work directly with each distributor on brand strategy, product development, product sourcing, order management, quality control, compliance, and logistics. In other words, they really demystify direct custom sourcing. And while they source merchandise at the lowest possible cost, they don't sacrifice quality or safety to meet a price. And I love that. Seven Sourcing isn't interested in meeting expectations. And I, you know how I was all of this. They yeah, don't want to meet expectations. They only strive to exceed expectations. And I know that's something that always resonates with you, Kirby. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, for me, and I think a lot of people out there, the idea of going overseas is, can be really intimidating. And so having a partner that makes you feel better, that you that you trust, is the only way that I would do it. Russ and his team over at Seven Sourcing are absolutely ready to help you guys. You know, it does take a little bit longer. It takes about 75 days, but isn't that extra planning worth it to get that wow moment? I'll tell you what, Kirby and I sure as heck think so. So when you're ready to move away from off-the-shelf solutions and maybe wow your clients with something that's more off-the-wall, why don't you reach out to Seven Sourcing at sales at sevensourcing.com. All right, Kirby, last week we did our annual Powerhouse Women of Promo um, 
podcast. Want to thank everybody for uh, all the overwhelming response yeah. we got from it. Uh, very positive, and it was shared and commented. Uh, you know, really joyful to turn on Facebook for a change and see people appreciating each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I really enjoyed that. But I, I have to admit, we made a little bit of an error last week. Yeah. We were asked to mention something and we didn't because we were just so excited about the list. Yeah, so fair. I do... It would have worked perfectly last week, but it's just perfect this week. Um, we did forget to mention that PPAI's annual Women's Leadership Conference is right around the corner. It's going to be June 25th through 27th in Egan, Minnesota, and they have an incredible slate of speakers and networking opportunities. It's always a great event. You want to learn more? PPAI.org slash events. Scroll down a little bit, click on that handy Women's Leadership Conference button. And you're not going to be sorry you did. All right, Kirby. Hey, real quick. I believe. I, 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 can I, yeah. You, you can go first. But I just wanted to say to expound no. upon something you just said. I hadn't really thought about why, you know, you know, seeing the, the Facebook stuff blow up was so yeah. cool. But you're exactly right. It's one of the times. And I feel like that's evolved over the last couple of years. One of the times where people were all not only kind of excited and celebrating that they were on the list, but celebrating other people who were on the list, talking about other people. You're right. That was 100% right. And so I just wanted to kind of echo what you said. Awesome. It was an example of contagious joy, and I love that. So anytime we can spread that, let's do that. All right, Kirby. I don't know who has up front today, so I'll just do it. Okay, Uh, because I have a feeling I have a feeling you'd have the same topic anyway. We don't know this, but I have a feeling. Patagonia reverses Mm. course to allow brand embroidery again. Was that going to be your topic, Kirby? It wasn't, but I'm really glad you brought it up because as soon as you said it, I was like, oh yeah, that should have been my topic. (laughs) Okay. So just real quick, uh, after two years saying it wouldn't authorize brands on those products, they reversed course again. And so beginning this spring, they're going to allow limited brand embroidery. The reason uh, stated is Patagonia has developed new solutions to either remove, repair, or repurpose embroidered uh, Patagonia products to better extend their usable lifespan and keep them out of the landfill. The statement went on to say, this program will be offered on a limited basis. So They've had a very complicated relationship with our industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2018, they they briefly only allowed certified B corporations uh, to to emblazon their uh, merchandise. Yep. Um, they quickly changed that and allowed brands that only decorate on the sleeve or the back. In 2019, the company required quote disclosure as to the type of company whose name will appear on the Patagonia product and show how it will be used. And in 2021, they stopped embroidery altogether, but allowed zipper poles and, and things like that. So, and Patagonia with this is still going to reserve the right to approve. Kirby, I would like your thoughts on this. I have many. Yeah. Um, so, so I was, I guess, overall, the, the, my first inclination when I saw this was I was I was pleased. I think. I thought that the, um, if, if again, this is one of those moments where people might get frustrated with me. I thought initially them pulling out was really stupid. And the reason it's really stupid is if you provide a, a an avenue for people to purchase your product, then they will most of the time do it the way you want them to do it because you have a partner, right. you've given them a path to do it, right? Under Armour did this when they partnered with Alpha Broder. So it was like, right. there was a path to buy Under Armour. You just had to do it. North Face right. on the other side for a long time. Now they're doing it with Sanmar, and that makes sense. North Face was not available in the industry. Mm-hmm. 
except it totally freaking was because everybody just went and bought it and embroidered it. And then they Mm -hmm. had no control over the pathway. And that's, I guarantee, I love that, that, that Patagonia has said they found a way to repurpose it. I like the idea of keeping these things out Mm -hmm. of landfills. Great. I don't see Patagonia jackets as a big landfill problem, but okay. But what they found is that people Mm -hmm. were buying Patagonia jackets and putting porn star logos on it because they had no control over the distribution of it. So it makes total sense to me that they've created a pathway that they've set up. Will people um, operate outside of it? Of course they will, but fewer people will because you've given them a pathway to do it the way you want them to do. That's my take. Okay. So last week we spread some contagious joy. (laughs) I'd like to spread some contagious bitterness. Um, (laughs) Who cares? I, I am so tired of Companies like Patagonia, are you in or are you out? And, and no, you got to do it this way. No, 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 you got to do it this way. And it made it very difficult for distributors when their end user clients are saying, we want Patagonia. Well, you can kind of have it. We think we can get it. Maybe we can. I don't know. Or zipper pulls cool. No, can't do that. It, it, it's exhausting. I don't want any promotional product in a landfill. And I understand the, the thought behind that. A decorated piece of merchandise, Patagonia merchandise, if someone leaves that company, might end up in a closet or a, a landfill. I understand the thought behind it. To me, this this feels like their sales are lagging now that they've transferred ownership. Uh, you know, the 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 I think they're still a very uh, good company and stand for a lot of great things, but they're not led by the same person who led the company before, yeah. um, who who started the company. So I don't know if this is sales are lagging or what. Um, I, I, I'd like to see how they, the, I'd like them to show how they're increasing the lifespan of garments by removing the embroidery. Mm-hmm. I think there needs to be some transparency there. Cause to me, that sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. It does. Yeah. It sounds like grandstanding, uh, at, at its, at its worst. Um, I love the brand. I love what they stand for. Um, what they purportedly stand for. Um, but I think there are some better actual options in the industry. I think most of the industry's moved on from Patagonia. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I do love the brand. <laughs> Excuse me. I own some Patagonia merchandise. I, I think they're qu- high quality and they're fantastic, but man, get in or get out. Stop with this stupid wishy-washiness. And you know what? Bail out of the rules too. If people want something on the sleeve and on the back and on the chest, let them let them yeah I, give the people what they want yeah i don't have a problem necessarily with the rules and kind of setting it up and making it trying to feel like an exclusive thing um that doesn't bother me so much but yeah i i will say that it's it is fascinating to me when retail brands who are clamored for in the you know the promotional space say no we're not going to do it yeah. are always surprised like flabbergasted that a People do it anyway, and B, that then they move on. And when you finally, when you're late to the party, you never catch up, right? I I don't know what the the Nike versus Under Armour sales in in the industry are, but my guess is Nike crushes them. They were first to the party and they've made it easy for people to do business with them. And I think, you know, it's the reason I say all, I actually have blog posts out there that say, never buy Mm -hmm. a Yeti tumbler. It's dumb, Mm -hmm. branded. Yeti Tumblr. If you want right. to buy one, fine. But it, it from a from an investment in your brand perspective, it doesn't make sense. And so right. just because there's better options out there and there's branded options out there. And if you're going to make it difficult, you talk about friction all the time. They've added friction where there doesn't need to be. Uh, and I'm going to push back on you a little bit. 
I don't like manufactured elitism. And when you say we have some sort of committee that decides which companies can be put on our mm. products, who are you to say? It's the right. same tribunal that sits in Las Vegas and says that restaurant's the best burger in Vegas. Sure. I want to see who these people are. I want to understand what the metrics are. Why? What if I wanted a brand of a, um, a, a, a Patagonia product? Would I not qualify because my sales aren't big enough, that I'm not ordering enough? Would I qualify that I'm in Tennessee? Would I qualify that I align myself with uh, a post every week about celebrating a successful week with a cocktail? I, I don't like that. You want elitism? Raise your prices. There's your elitism. That's your You can control that. I don't like where it's just arbitrary. You can do it and you can't. I'm sorry. I don't. Big time. And I'm amped up, Kirby. Yeah. Well, just real quick. The only thing I'd say, though, is that my pushback to you on that is I get what you're saying. And, and if it affect, and, and, and if I'm being honest, if it would affect me and I wanted to do mm -hmm. something in hospital marketing and they said no to me, it would piss me yeah. off. However, the idea that you would want to control who gets brand of eight material or who is an advocate for you. I think most companies at least would like some input input on that. And I think if you have the cachet to do it, I personally don't have a problem with saying, look, we're not, um, well, I mean, let's, let's use um, like a distributor who only does eco-friendly stuff, right? Well, they don't want to do business with people who are in oil and gas because that's not who they are. That's how I see that as if, if you were saying, look, those just are not who we are as a brand. I don't, I, I get it. Fair enough. But I still think the idea that it has to go through some sort of vetting process. Sure. Yeah is is wrong if if you say i don't want to sell to the liquor industry yeah. so yeah. you see something come in if you're controlling the decoration mm -hmm. and you see something come in for let's say guinness ale then you don't do it right i don't like, I like the that. idea That's that there's a, a committee okay I'll, I'll buy that so, I, I can meet you in the middle on that because i i think yeah, yeah. just say okay i don't want this i don't want this and i don't want this yeah as long as it's other stuff you should be good no, absolutely. And, Makes and your man, life we easier too. Amped up. Yeah. Uh, it does. It does. Yeah. So no, we were both really amped up, but uh, I got to amp it up some more. <laughs> uh, Kirby, hey, distributors, is your marketing working? If you can't answer that question with an immediate yes, you need to reach out to our pal Jason Oaks over at Promo Pulse. That's right. He can help you and his team will help you consistently amplify your sales through stunningly beautiful outbound marketing that's so easy to use. You customize it, you set it, you forget it. Five minutes. Learn more at promopulse.io. Slash amp. Kirby, regale us with a topic, please. Oh man, I'm struggling with which one to choose. Um okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna do the one that makes me smile. Um, okay. I uh I'll apologize in advance if this is too colorful, but so I saw this this headline this morning. Um yep. a the company tasked with drumming up tourism for the Canadian mm -hmm. city of Regina, pronounced like Carolina not Regina, mm -hmm. has apologized after its racy okay. adjacent new slogans, including show us your Regina uh, as a part of their tourism campaign. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and apparently there were some other ones too that were all questionable, right? Yeah. And so they, and, and, and to, I read down the article and they said, they, they, they ran this by committees. They had focus groups and everybody was on board until it got out. And then people were not on board. The, the one of the people, and I don't remember his name. I apologize. I didn't write this down. He came out and he said, this is my fault. I did this. And even though there were a bunch of people 
who were a part of this. He's he like, took, he took this is me. I did it. So I, I, I appreciated that. Um, and so, Hey, it was, I, I just thought it was really funny. I read it this morning. Um, but I wanted to say, I mean, as someone who, you know, both of us work on campaigns and I think mm -hmm. that when done right, an edgy campaign can really be yep. effective. Um, yeah. So when do you know, right? When do you know, mm, I, I don't know, this one goes mm. too far. Um, one of the comments back was, uh, hey, would you be comfortable saying this in front of your kids? And mm -hmm. the guy said, and they're right. And so they backed off everything right. or whatever. So I, I kind of wanted to get it to you and say, you know, you, you've created campaigns for your company, mm -hmm. for other companies. Yep. And um, as have I. And honestly, I usually like the edgier stuff and very few brands are willing to do it. So how do you know? How do you know? Because humor is subjective. How do you know when you've gone to? Yeah. So I'll start off by saying what, what I thought about. And I have to quote the great David St. Hubbins, the lead singer of Spinal Tap here, when he said, there's such a fine line between stupid and clever. Um, and there is. Uh, so, you know, it, it's hard to know where that line is because you want to get close to it, but you don't want to go over it. To me, as I was hearing you speak and, and what really resonated with me, they brought in uh, outside people. They had committees. They, they sound like a lot of people were involved. And this is what is, a, it's almost just sounds like a case history and group think. You get a group of people together and all of a sudden, you know, they'll make some dumb decisions because mm. everybody in that group's kind of like that. No one wants to be the voice of dissent because mm. there's a lot of people in that room. And I don't want to be the only guy. Am I the only guy that thinks this might be a bit too far? Yeah. Um, so it's probably a study in group think. I think to answer your question, it's hard. Um, mm. I think if you, it, I, I equate it to, if you're going to say something snarky on a social media platform or you're going to try to do something edgy for a client or something like that. If you have to think about, I wonder if this will be taken wrong, don't use it. It's that's to me, it's that simple. Mm. If there's an opportunity for someone, to, I mean, to take it, to take it wrong mm. or to be offended by it, probably don't do it. That's unfortunately the society we live in. Now I have a hard time understanding how, the use of that part. Regina is the name of the town. Regina. Regina. Yeah. <laughs> um, are they, are they, are they close to Mulva? Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I have a hard time think, seeing how, how they didn't know that people might be, I mean, it's not, the, yeah. it's not a bad term. Vagina is not a bad term, right? It is yeah. not a bad term any more than penis is. Right. And now we've worked both into the podcast, which I'm really proud of. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. They're not bad words, but they're shocking when you're not expecting them. And I think when you're equating a town with a sexual organ, that feels really weird to me. And so I have a hard time understanding how this passed muster with anybody. Glad somebody stood up and took the hat of responsibility. That's always important. I love that. Whether that person was directly the final decision maker or just involved, right. I like that. But to me, this almost feels manufactured. I, yeah. I, I have a hard time believing that intelligent people would sit in a room and go, that's a good idea, eh? How about yeah. some back bacon? <laughs> All right. So I would say... Um, I loved what you said. And and this is one of those moments where, you know, I'm throwing this at you and you didn't know anything about it, but nope. okay. So nope. I, where I will disagree 
with you yep. is that you're like, okay, if I feel like it's gone too far and someone will be offended with it, I shouldn't do it. Because if that's the right. case, and, and you and I have said this before on the podcast, we're yep. going to say this podcast is going to be full of the word the, because that's right. the only thing that doesn't piss people off anymore. So right. I don't know that I buy the idea that you can't say it if you think somebody would be offended. However, what I would say is yeah. I think it has to do with the brand because you have well, to- Well, like, absolutely. Well, but, but I mean, that's 100%. key, right? Because they're a city that probably wants families to come and visit them, right? And right. so that's if that saying. was Vegas- if that was Vegas, maybe you would think it would it would fit. Like I, there are times, like when we say stuff, you know, I and I use our piece of content, which is Thirsty Thursday, right? I was actually talking about this the other day with another company, and I said, "You guys shouldn't do what this. This yeah. fits with who we are." And quite frankly, right. if you are offended by watching Thirsty Thursday, you should not do business with us. So I don't give right. a shit if you don't like it, because if right. you walked in, we would say these things to you. And I think that's where the that, that to me that's where it is. If it is consistent with your brand, and they would it, that would be fine. Yeah. And you don't care if it offends anybody. I think it's perfect, right? Just like the the beverage yeah. of the week. Like if if yeah. somebody's offended by the beverage of the week, they probably shouldn't be a brand of a client, right? And probably so not. so that would be my only pushback to say, yeah, that's hilarious, and I can't believe that they did yeah. it. But there are brands that that would totally work for. So. Take back your pushback because I totally agree with you. Yeah. I to me in my mind, the way my brain works, that was self-explanatory. I shouldn't assume that. Absolutely. It's it, the line moves per brand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it's not, you know, it's a podcast. So we say things that are oh, somewhat totally. quick and flippant. Yeah. So you want I'll get a little deeper into it. Okay. It's a gut feeling more than anything else. It's not it so is. much as yeah. it's a offensive or not offensive. I mean, right now, anybody can be offended by anything. So yes. I understand that. To me, it's a moving target per client and per the day. I mean, <laughs> you know, what's going on today? What's going on in the world? So it it does get a little more complex than that. But in general, if I have to think twice about it, mm -hmm. I probably won't use it. That's, I guess, what I was trying to distill it down yeah. to. So like for Brandivate, and I think that's maybe that's, yeah. if because like I said, I threw this at you without you having any time to consider it. So yeah. that, I appreciate your, that's your, right. your clarification. But I think maybe what you're saying is, if you're doing a campaign for Brandivate and you're like, ah, I don't know if this is going to go too far, then it probably is going too far. Because if you're right. uncomfortable with it in that moment, then is that does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, I I I when I will say this, when I've had things that I felt were edgy for me and my brand at Brandivate, and I, I have engaged people I thought would be the audience that might be offended. And as friends, I said, I'm sharing this with you. I want your honest feedback. Are you offended by this? And uh, last time I did it was around the holidays. And the response I got was absolutely not, but I can see how people would be. And so yeah. it didn't, it was like, okay, so I guess I have a decision to make. And I went ahead and did it. Yeah. No problem. But but that's it's good that you have. I like that that you have at least some people that you trust to go. Hey, I, I want. Absolutely. I'm, I'm about to push the envelope a little bit. I want to make sure that I'm yeah. not being reckless. Absolutely. All right. One quick one. Just yep. a quick one, Kirby. Yep. Um. So, <laughs> you you like you like the chicken wing? Do you not? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this, Kirby, but there's a man in Chicago. Illinois, that has filed a class action lawsuit against it's, Buffalo Wild Wings, I did alleging this. that their boneless chicken wings 
constitute false and negative, sorry, false and deceptive advertising and marketing because they are not actually a deboned chicken wing. The allegations include that Buffalo Wild Wings knowingly misleads its customers by marketing their boneless wings rather than as glorified chicken nuggets. Uh, he in the complaint went on to say, had he known the products were not actual chicken wings, he either might not have purchased them or would have paid less. His attorney said, unbeknownst to the plaintiff and other consumers, the products are not wings at all, but instead slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like chicken wings. Kirby, I'd like to know your thoughts. So this is really a branding question, right? Mm -hmm. They are branded as as chicken, as buffalo wings, as chicken wings. Uh, I have some hardcore thoughts on this. If you'd like me to go or if you'd like oh. to respond, I will shut my yapper. If if you don't understand why everybody freaking hates lawyers, this yep. is why. Like, yep. it's of course it's a chicken nugget. It's a boneless yep. wing. Like they don't come boneless. Like this right. is the dumbest. Like how someone files a lawsuit about this dumb shit. I do. I will never understand. So, yeah. no, I think that's wildly stupid. I think yep. if I'm and again the to the branding side, dude. If I'm if I'm Buffalo Wild Wings, I am doubling down. Yeah. Like there's going to be campaigns around this. There's going to oh, be yeah. t-shirts around this. You know, at least we have the nuggets to serve chicken. Yeah. Whatever. Because that well, would be on brand. So that would be my thing. To, to me, the complainant, the plaintiff missed the mark. They're not buffalo meat. Maybe that should have been your lawsuit. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Buffaloes don't even have wings. Yeah. Um. Uh, joking aside... Yeah, like I said, it's it's really dumb. You said it. Shame on the attorney that took this case. Yes. Nobody is under the illusion that those are deboned chicken wings. No one it's is never under even that occurred illusion. to me to ask. <laughs> no, I will. I in fact, when someone orders boneless wings, I'm pretty sure a standard joke at the table. Oh, you're gonna have some chicken nuggets. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's well known. Um, it just again, uh. This again, why why do people hate attorneys? This is why. But I'll tell you what people don't hate, Kirby. Do you know what that what, is? What's that, Bill? Sorry. Getting those <laughs> no, no. Getting those wow and aha moments from clients. That's right. <laughs> and the way you can really do that is with truly, truly custom brand merchandise that's not off the shelf, but it's more off the wall. And that's where our pals over at Seven Sourcing come in handy. They work directly with each distributor on brand strategy, product development, product sourcing, order management, quality control, compliance, and logistics. They really demystify ordering custom merchandise overseas, creating off-the-wall solutions, and they've been doing it for well over a quarter of a century. We're talking experts here. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where you can really wow and aha your client with some custom branded merchandise, and they love an opportunity yeah, Russ is absolutely a rock star, and they love the opportunity. He and his team at uh, Seven Sourcing love the opportunity to work with you. Uh, that extra planning is absolutely worth it to get those uh, wow and aha moments. So give them an email or send them an email. I don't think you give emails. You send them generally at sales at sevensourcing.com. Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to talk sexual organs in Canadian cities with me today, and I hope you have a fabulous day. That's right.